0: Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dings with Kinks. I am one of your hosts, John Ondero, and with me as always, uh, someone who wasn't here the first time, but we couldn't do this without, Miss Rebecca. (laughs) Hello everyone. And a man who might be toit, but will never leave you hanging out to dry, Mr. Shep.
1: Good evening.
0: Before we get into tonight's episode, I do want to remind everybody that we are, in fact, on that social media. Go out, follow us, at Dinkswood Kinks, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Reach out to us, tell us what you're thinking, recommend new kinks, tell us how we've done on the kink we talked about. Uh, Yeah. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? It depends on what they're thinking.
2: I mean, yeah, talk to us. But uh, I mean, if you want to tell us what you're thinking...
0: Just, Tell us what you're just thinking. Get con-
2: oh. Just get consent first, depending on what it is. Hey, <laughs> listen,
0: everybody who has reached out to us has been amazing. I have... I, I am I, I know that
2: That's why I was just joking. Yeah. I, I, have,
0: like, I, I'm I am like, I'm thinking
2: dirty thoughts all the time.
0: Well, that's, you know, you think when you do a kink podcast and you have a beautiful lady on there, uh, like Miss Rebecca, <laughs> you're going to get a ton of just like skis and thing no our community our listeners you guys have been amazing everyone who's reached out has just been positive you know and very open to talk I think we've only had like one skis ball and they were just I'm like not can I be enough for the skis mm. no it means you were so amazing <laughs> that they just like you know like no nah, we gotta be respectful
2: oh well that's right thank you community I love I love our yeah. listeners I love our, our community it's great <laughs>
0: But also send, you, send us your dick pics at Dinks with Kinks on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.
2: Or boot pics. I'm, I'm not opposed either.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that works. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I know you I, I kind of started this episode while a little... I
1: stroke my putty.
0: A little backwards. No one can see you stroking your cat, Shep. This is an audio podcast.
1: I know. It's all for me. It's
0: all for me. Okay.
2: He likes to stroke uh, his pussy even though nobody knows.
0: I know he does that. Well, you know, listen, I could fill this thing with puns, but my my, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little tongue-tied. Uh, but oh, we are absolutely God. doing. <laughs> it you can go that uh, long.
2: Two minutes. Three <coughs> minutes. We're here no. three minutes, so it's good.
0: no, no, no. We're here for it. <laughs> All right. Um, no, we're we're actually doing part two of something. So something so important. It was our very first episode. Very
1: first. Uh, we're
0: talking about bondage tonight. Mm-mm. Bondage Part 2. Because mm-hmm. uh, we we made a vow to kind of, kind of just revisit some of the kinks we talked about. And some of the bigger kinks that we could talk more about. And this is both. This is, one, this is a kink that you weren't around for. This is before you joined our lovely affair. And two, <laughs> this is a massive kink. So much goes into it. I actually had to go back and listen to Episode 1 just so I'd, we didn't talk about what we talked about the last time
2: but wasn't the last time like wasn't the first episode it was a live stream that we Mm -hmm. made an audio podcast or that you guys made an audio podcast and now it's this is a strictly audio podcast and our live stream is separate so yeah i think it's a different type of format so even if we repeated something it wouldn't and i'm here so it's a different opinion so even if we repeated something it wouldn't
0: be the same that's true I just didn't want to do it like word for word. I didn't want to like go back and someone like you just copy and paste it. I'm like, no, I didn't. We can't. I just forgot what 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 I said the first time. So
2: that's not fair. (laughs) I
0: mean, we're in well, that's why. why
1: How many remakes of movies are there out there? So you know, I
0: think we're okay. That's true. Uh, But that's why I really strapped down and buckled hard and listened to our first episode, so I knew where we were at. Uh but he bondage. Just wanted, he to be he was to just setting up on. the pun.
2: He was just setting up the bondage pun. Okay, got it, got it. Fair. Okay, cool.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's just so we know we're on the same page. Plenty. Oh, bondage. Everybody. Everybody knows bondage. I think that's probably one of the most well known and mostly accepted kink of all time. Yeah, am yeah, am yeah. I and right? It's
1: bondo. It's what you use to fix car dents, right? Bondo.
2: Oh shit. I think bondage is on like, isn't bondage when really, like I, this is could be perception. Now nah, this is all mm-hmm. perception, but bondage seems to be the first, like the, like the intro kink, a lot of people like here, let, let me try and let, let me tie you, like get the necktie and tie you up or, you know, get yeah. the, the fun little handcuffs. It's like, this is like bondage is like, I feel like it's the first intro kink that everybody sort of steps into.
0: And honestly, that's why we made it the very first episode. Um, And if if you're guys, if you're listening and you and you get curious, I'm gonna promise you, it's not the good quality that you get nowadays. It is back when we were, in fact, a live stream and still learning how to podcast. Uh, But and we started with bondage because it is it is absolutely most people's introduction to. The harder levels of kink, because I mean, there's spanking. Yeah, you know, everybody gets a little spanky play, a yeah, little bit see, of choking here and there. That's why
1: I was like, I, 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 I think bondage would be like your the first step into the more advanced. Whereas everybody's intro is a good impact or spanking or something of that nature, maybe.
0: I mean absolutely like when you have any type of kink you one you want something that's like mainstream like this this is one of those kinks where it's super mainstream everybody knows what it is so it's kind of easy to start into you don't really have to be that freaky for it and you know you can be because and we didn't really cover this in the very first episode But bondage goes so much farther than just, like, your average, like, oh, I'm going to get some rope. I'm going to tie you up. He, 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 he. But we have talked, uh, and we didn't really talk about all the kinds, like uh, shibari, suspension. And we talked a little bit on the suspension episode about, uh, like, suspension bondage and whatnot. And when we did the saran wrap episode, we talked about encasement bondage. But bondage Mm -hmm. is very much a almost conglomerate kink because it's a category, (laughs) not a kink.
2: That is very true. Mm. That is, bondage is a category and it's just the umbrella. It's the umbrella. It's the Mm -hmm. major genre of it.
1: It's the umbrella corporation of all things restraint. It is
2: the umbrella corporation.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't think we covered that the first time. When we talked about, like there was multiple um, versions of bondage but not that, like, kink and a category. That's the one thing that's really awesome about this. Like, if you're into bondage, typically you enjoy all the subsets. Um, but it is, in fact, a category instead of a kink. And that fascinates yeah, like, me.
2: When some people go, hey, I'm into bondage. And, like, somebody who is, like, very like well-versed in the lifestyle and and well-versed in kink and fetishes, they're like, okay, what kind? like that's the next question i feel like it, it when she's like i'm in a bondage okay well what kind uh like you know are you into you know handcuffs are you into shibari rope bondage and rigging are you into cuffs are you into your know, spreader bars that's a type of bondage like it like all these things it's and and you're right it's a it's a fun thing to it's like what's your favorite color and then getting into the all the different <laughs> different how many forms
0: of bondage do you think we could name as a podcast a kink podcast so i right i'm gonna keep count okay you ready <clears throat> so we okay. got shibari yes uh encasement bondage like mm-hmm. uh latex wrap. Does,
2: does rope play count as a second because shibari is different than rope play
0: yep rope play soft bondage as Cathartic in bondage
2: Soft like scarves and whatnot. Yes. I'm sure trying to clarify for our audience.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, scarves, stuff like that. Uh, Cathartic we have situational bondage. Yes. Like, uh, that would be like quicksand is a situational bondage. Gotcha. Stuck is a situational bondage. Hmm. Cuffs? Yep, you got any?
2: What is leather cuffs and handcuffs and all that?
0: imprisonment would that be? be no but, uh, we've but imprisonment is one yeah imprisonment uh caging so we've talked about that in the chastity episode let's see what else we got uh <laughs> i've got i've got eight so far Again. and i know we haven't even scratched the surface yeah, no, I'm sort you ashamed of ashamed of
2: ourselves that we haven't even scratch gotten double
1: digits. Harder,
0: daddy, oh, you didn't Tiny. name one. Don't give me that. I'll um. fight you. Because <laughs> I am I am into bondage. Like I thoroughly enjoy bondage. Um I actually started my fetish career as a bondage photographer. Uh they wanted yeah. me to be a rigger, but I cannot tie a knot. I can't knot knot. <laughs> I cannot not um. but uh, especially because like, you know most bondage photography is very Shibari-esque mm-hmm. and I know we've talked about shibari. let's go into a little more detail what Shibari is because we keep throwing that word around but we really haven't talked about what Shibari is and it is more or less rope artwork on the human body like it is a very artistic style type bondage
2: I, I did a, a very simple form of shibari, uh last week on our Halloween live stream. Um, I did a, I did a rope harness um, harnesses and um, that type of and Shabari is so beautiful and it's so it's so fun. It's fun to do and it's fun to be done too.
0: Oh, absolutely. And if you want to watch that live stream, it is every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash the Dondera. The link is below in the description. You can come check us out. Uh, But yeah, typically when you see photos, if you Google bondage and look at bondage porn, nine times out of ten, it is usually some form of shibari, which is what, you you know, most people consider bondage. But it's just a whole subcategory.
1: Or suspension or
0: humiliation bondage. Oh, humiliation bondage. That's a whole different or thing. Or head
1: bondage because you got the ball gags and mm-hmm. stuff.
2: Corsets are a type of bondage.
0: They are. Corseting.
2: Corseting.
0: Yeah. Corseting. Bondage really. Corseting. 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 Corsaging. No, not corsaging. Corsaging. That's a, that's, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's like we're going to prom. I got your corsage. Uh, but you should wear a corset to prom. Just saying. Um, I mean, but only put out if you're, like, you know, ready to make that step.
1: Oh, when well we got one of our previous episodes, Sensory Deprivation Bondage.
0: Yeah, Sensory Deprivation. Um, in fact, I think if you listen to, like, at least 75% of our episodes, at some point in time, that kink probably could tie back into Bondage. All right, right. Oh, I mean. Absolutely. It is bondage is absolutely that uh, gateway kink or no I wouldn't say it's a gateway kink, it is a kink that partners well with everything. Like it's it's that one wine that goes both with red meat, fish, dessert. It's just good wine, really good wine. You don't care, you don't (laughs) care what you're eating with it. You're just like, yeah, but that wine is like super fancy. I don't care if I'm eating ice cream. Give me that wine. I think
2: it's the versatile kink. (laughs) bondage is the Mm -hmm. versatile kink it's the swiss army knife kink it does everything it it goes it it it, like soft core hardcore like it is the essential essentials kit it's in the essential kink kit like and that's what i feel like bondage is it's like it's in the essentials kink kit here here here's your lube and here's your bondage and go
1: (laughs) essentials kink kit available on amazon and other fine stores
2: Oh my gosh, we need to do that. An Essentials King Kit. I know, right?
0: (laughs) But I I try to look up like the, the history of bondage and it has been around for so long and has been just okay, like pretty acceptable forms of play that there's not really a history of it. It's like trying to find the history of when people started drinking water. We've always done it.
1: So there's no real like
0: talk of it. Yeah.
1: It still was just, and it's also one of those big ironies where such things were, you would see originating as imprisonment or torture, Mm -hmm. but then (laughs) someone that got imprisoned or tortured said, Ooh, I kind of like this. (laughs)
0: So do you want to hear the one, two, three, four, five, six, six types of bondage listed on Wikipedia? Just go ahead and list theirs. Okay. There's only six. Bondage for a purpose. We had eight. We had had more. Bondage for a purpose. It's best known as BDSM. It is uh, like I'm tying you up to do something to you.
2: Handcuffs, cuffing, tying, that type of Mm. thing.
0: Yeah, that's, okay. uh, and then there's decorative bondage, which is um, shibari, uh, any type of artwork, aesthetically pleasing to the eye, torture bondage, mm-hmm. uh, which is much more into the like lines of degradation, uh, tickle torture is very popular, because we'll tie you up and we're going to tickle torture you, uh, maybe do a little water drip. Um, You know, and I mean water drip, I don't mean uh, waterboarding, Mm -hmm. I mean the little drip on you. People do that. They'll do it on their genitals. I looked that up while doing the research, and it's the little thing where it's just a drop of water, steadily dropping, and typically when you used to see it back in the day, no, no, it has to be like, they have devices where it's timed. Oh, wow. It is a pattern. And when you, when you a uh, look that up, typically it's on the forehead because that's the part where, like, it's supposed to drive you, like, insane to do that. But their form is on the genitals. Hmm. Uh Also, TikTok really fun. on the cock? What? Yeah, TikTok on the oh. cock. hmm Or I vagine. Like... <laughs> should... um, but also, that's, you know, TikTok you could consider even lighter torture, yeah. like wax play. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, next we have film bondage. Mm-hmm. And that is like, that's almost a form of Shibari, but that's like the bondage. It's usually fake to look more uh, realistic. And I know that sounds very counterproductive, fake to look more realistic, but or it's something that the partner's not really in bondage. It just looks like they're in bondage. Yeah, that's where you uh, use it's like completely non-violent
1: big thick glittery type ropes so they really stand out mm-hmm. for the pictures and or film but not really great for the actual bondage
0: um, and this is actually the cat- the next category is actually where Shibari is placed but I'm going to kind of disagree with that but meditative bondage and because we've, t- we've talked about I think we talked about this in episode one but bondage is not always a sexual construct uh, a lot of people, and if you're listening at home and you haven't listened to episode one, uh, I do believe I mentioned weighted blankets. Mm-hmm. People use weighted blankets because that compression, that almost entrapment... Yes, yep.
1: I do. No, I was just raising my finger. I, I'm one of those.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, you were, I cannot stand weighted blankets. It's too heavy. I want a thin sheet. <laughs> but people typically if you enjoy a weighted blanket and you like that security try a light form of bondage as something to soothe yourself it's almost like uh, very much uh what is it coddling swaddling. swaddling
2: um and actually that's what uh corseting is actually for me is is a type of bondage it is it it's very sexy i love the feel of it but it's a very it's a security thing i i feel like you tie me up. And I also feel like shabari can be meditative for those who are doing the tying. It's a lot of concentration and, and repetitive things. And it's a very beautiful thing, but there are also uh, several shibari um, chest harnesses that are dense that um, actually apply the same compression, and it is very meditative in that aspect. And in that, like a weighted blanket. So, um, but corseting is in in that meditative state. It's like, it's very much like a swaddle. It's very a very sexy stiff swaddle.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely, and. So, I highly recommend, if, if you're into weighted blankets, you don't have to be a kinky person, but go to Walmart, get you some nylon rope, and tie your legs up. I had a partner. She was not into bondage sexually, but she actually really enjoyed it. Like, I used to tie her up, and, like, mainly her legs, her her um, body was free, and she was like, I just want to sit, and I want to read, and I want to relax, and it was very soothing to her, and she very much enjoyed it, and and but there was no sexual gratification to it it was amazing it was like she's like no i'm not aroused at all but i am very relaxed
1: and um, (laughs) And the bondage
0: we were looking for with handcuffs and chains Uh it's called metal bondage we're such idiots
2: oh it's literally simply called metal
0: bondage
1: wherever you look Mm -hmm. yeah they're gonna have a different um, amount of types and names and categorizations of them unfortunately it's not universal But I'll, we'll it's not universal. One fun fact, though, because she mentioned the some of the ones that are um, bondage that are made for the, around the breast and chest for compression and stuff like that. And that's a, another sub style of shabari um, called shinju. Shinju. Shinju or breast
0: breast bondage. It's
1: a fun fact for everyone.
0: You mean, like, Ted bondage? Because that's what I call it.
1: Yes.
2: And there, John, there's, so, there's, also there's, an there's an example. There's an example of how one thing can be have different names.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on two different levels.
2: Yeah, Very.
0: <laughs> Means the exact same thing, just on two very different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like I said, bondage, it comes in all sorts. There's no one particular way to be bound, but bondage does encompass all of that. Support for Dinks with Kinks is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate in men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with an exclusive offer just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code dwk20 at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's like 12 million balls. So let me get personal with you guys. I'm going to be honest. I have used some pretty sketchy means to get rid of the hair down there. I have done everything from wax, those rusted scissors that you always find in your bathroom. I I don't even know how they get there. And that cream that burns the hair off and turns you into just a giant chemical burn for like a week. Then I found Manscaped. Their performance package 4.0 has arrived and oh man, is it a game changer. Inside the package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all those goodies. And they all fit perfectly in there. Oh my god. First off, that Lawnmower 4.0, that trimmer is of the future. It's probably one of the best ball trimmers I've ever used down there and I have used every manner of hair trimmer down there including the one I use on my face which is kind of gross when you think about it. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4,000 LED spotlight for when you need a precise save and trust me fellas you don't think you need a flashlight till you get down there and you're like, oh, it's lit up. I'm loving this. <clears throat> because this trimmer is wa- waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess of the bathroom floor. Just pop that sucker in the shower and just bzzz, bzz, 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 bzz. You thought that was good, but I want to take your grooming game even further to the next level. The performance package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker nose and hair trimmer. The Weed Whacker is a waterproof, provides their proprietary skin safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs of those delicate nose hairs. And trust me, getting to my age, you get some nose hairs in there and you try to hide them in your beard, you can't. You can't do it. There's no mustache concealment. You just gotta get in there and take care of them. You just stick that sucker in and go to town. Their crop preserver, deodorant and crop reviver ball Tender will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this fellas your balls will thank you. I used that stuff and oh my god did it smell amazing and it actually really helped with like day-to-day chafing. I didn't realize chafing was a thing like I was one of those people who was like oh, I'm never chafing until I tried this stuff and I was like okay apparently I have just been uncomfortable for 40 years cool Glad to know. Manscape is not only going to give you all of that, but they're going to throw two free gifts in their performance pa- package 4.0. The Manscape boxers and the Shed travel bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. Those boxers are incredibly comfortable. They snug everything. And it makes it actually look pretty good. So, you know, you want to wear them around, just look yourself in the mirror and be like, oh yeah. Anyway, it's time to take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code DWK20. I'm telling you guys, get 20% off and free shipping with the code DWK20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com DWK20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tool for the right tool at manscaped.com. Now, back to our show. Um. Now we we really need We're we're about like the halfway mark of our episode, and so I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this sweet nugget time. Uh, sweet sweet nugget, and I want to talk about some safety. How like the dangers of bond? Actually, you know what? Let's talk about the dangers of bondage, and then talk about safety.
1: Take us to the danger
0: zone. Danger zone. Thank you, Chef. I was I was heading there too. (laughs) Something something (laughs) danger zone. (laughs) <laughs> um, but let's be real uh, bondage as cheeky and as innocent as it can be or as kinky and wild as it can be there are some risks behind bondage uh, Very n- number one right now, circulation uh, cutting off the circulation through tight, tight, tight bondage or mm-hmm. not even tight bondage but bondage in the inappropriate place Tying uh, so where you're blocking certain veins. It could cause limb damage, necrosis, uh, heart attack, clotting. There's so many things that can happen if you're not properly bound. Or if it's too tight.
1: One good example is, you know, a lot of people have basic um, cuffs that, yes, can be used for holding people down or tying you up to a cross. But if you want to suspend somebody you have to make sure that they're actual suspension cuffs. So it does not, as soon as you start pulling the person up, it does not instantly start cutting off the pressure to their wrists.
0: Well, absolutely. And I think probably the greatest example of this is actual medical procedure called a tourniquet. A tourniquet is meant to cut off the flow of blood to an extremity. Uh, It's used in severe gashes, uh, poisoning, like, like snake bites, and things like that, it keeps the circulation. And so the one thing you definitely want to avoid is don't accidentally tourniquet yourself because you may not feel it immediately because the first thing that happens is you go numb. And if you're lost in your scene and you're practicing and you're playing, you may not realize, oh, I can't feel my arm. Or you might not be able to see your arm and the next thing you know, you have skin damage, nerve damage, all sorts of damage.
2: Um, That is very, uh, uh, for somebody who's into rope play and shibari, and um, that is actually one of the biggest things that uh, we try to uh, warn people about when they are tying, especially because the beginner ones are, are cuffs and how to tie your hands together, and a lot of times they tie them inappropriately and they cut off the circulation in the wrists, and you know, especially if you're new, you don't know how much pressure. And so it t- like that's why like in shabari and when or any type of hand tying, like sometimes I've actually had um, been bound up inappropriately by a necktie because he tied it too tight. And it was I I was going numb and I was like, I, I was like, I, we got to get out. I can't. And he had tied the night to night knife not too tight and so it was it was it it totally pulls you out of the scene so i I just especially with anybody who's like new into, especially the tying part of it take your time in the beginning it is better to take your time in the beginning than to get rudely interrupted later (laughs) like um so
1: and always wear safety gloves Uh, when you're tying your knife you don't want to get cut tying your knife yes
0: uh, the I next, know, uh, the next very common risk is asphyxiation, uh, and this typically happens with uh, any type of rib cage um, bondage or neck bondage. Like hog ties are very popular, even corsets too tight and corsets. Uh, any any type of compression bondage, uh, you very much run the risk of asphyxiation, and it's very popular with breath play. And we, we talked about that. that was also an episode where we covered breath play. Um, so you want to make sure that you're getting air. You may be able to breathe, but you might not be getting the oxygen you need. So you want to be very aware of that because especially if you're doing self-bondage or corseting, you... Uh, you may not realize, oh, I can't get air, and then you're not able to get yourself out because you are losing consciousness, or you won't be able to alert your partner if you're playing. If you're in a scene and you are a very quiet, still partner, they might not necessarily know, oh, I can't breathe. So you want to be very cautious and mindful of your ability to breathe and that you're getting oxygen. Um, also
2: collars mm. be careful of how tight you are like um when you're in play it, not not the collars that you wear every day when you when you are uh, committed to somebody in the DS relationship but those call those play collars with the you, you just be careful with how tight you pull them yeah it's fun but you have major arteries going through your neck and your blood and and you know obviously your esophagus so you don't uh, you don't know necessarily how tight it is until something bad happens so be very careful with the the collars as well
0: and next is probably my favorite uh pitfall of bondage one that has led to many comical stories but you can't get yourself out <laughs> i can't tie this knot I'm stuck here I have tied myself to the bed I can't get myself unstuck now someone now the fire departments gonna have to come rescue me or or worse I mean like I said that can absolutely take a dark turn if no one knows what you're doing or you know your partner you're doing self-bondage which is very popular Uh, yeah you can get tied to the bed I think one of my favorite stories is about a man and a woman who were going to try bondage for the first time. They were elderly. And so she, he ties her to the bed real tight and then has a heart attack. She is currently tied to the bed. She can't do anything about the fact that he just had a heart attack. He is unconscious because he had a heart attack. And they found them two days later. She was massively dehydrated and he had passed away. And I know that's a very dark story but we do want to stress the fact that make sure you have a backup plan, some way to free yourself in that situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or again, the fire department's going to show up, and hopefully it's only an hour or two after you tie it up, not three or four days. Yeah.
2: Um, how many? If, I mean, I how many times? Not now, not currently, because we're a little bit more older and wiser. But when we first started kinking out, like, how many times have you gotten like, fuck? <laughs> You've gotten sort of yourself in a predicament. And you're like, God damn it.
0: <laughs> I, I have a very fun story, which is with some situational bondage, some mud play. We were, we were out and a partner and we were out and we were going to do, she wanted to give fellatio while she was stuck like knee deep in mud and there happened to be a construction area across from us and it was quiet it was night and we're like okay let's go do this let's go be kinky and all that and so she stepped in the mud she sank about to her knees we couldn't get her out We ha- I had to walk back to the house get a shovel and come back and dig her out and she was stuck she was just like alright it is now cold I am tired I have jizzed my hair I want to go home. So yes. <laughs> Screw you guys. Always. I want to go home. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm stuck in the ground. She's it is dirty now on the top and, and the bottom. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but that was that was a it was a, like I said, it had a happy ending. I was able to dig her out. Uh, I'm sure it did, it did. How else it did it get stuck
1: yeah. in her hair?
2: <laughs> I know. <right>?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they did have a very happy ending, uh, but we had a good laugh about it. So that that was a happy incident where, you know, you got stuck and you're like, okay, good deal. What about y'all? Have y'all ever been stuck?
2: Uh,
0: stuck. Or, you know, just couldn't get the knot untied. Like, you know, you have that like double knot and you're like, shit, Yeah, I had the next high incident
2: where I, yeah, like I, he had tied me and I was losing feeling and he had tied it and he had tied the knot too tight. And I was like, God, I was like early 20s like just you know just experimenting with you know because I thought the neck necktie thing was hot and I was like oh yeah and here on top of that he also had me blindfolded so I was blindfolded with both <laughs> with these ties and I was like I can't feel my hands and he's like I can't get the knot undone like we spent like five minutes you finding- he's like I could find a knife or scissors or something I was like get me out of here <laughs> so yeah oh. it was good times and I was what blindfolded about, I was like he did he forgot to take the blindfold off so I'm like here in the
0: dark <laughs> what about you Shep you ever, you ever had somebody tied up and you're like oh, I can't get my nail in there hold on mm,
1: I would say no simply because of the fact I've never been uh, never had any confidence in myself with ropes and such so my bondage has always been with straps and everything else so Th- things that are easier to unclip or un unfasten <laughs> luckily
0: oh yeah well I mean that's probably mm-hmm. the the smart way of doing it uh, is always make sure there is a way to get out uh, don't swallow the key as it were always keep a pair of scissors handy uh, it's okay to swallow it's not the know. key yeah don't swallow the key um, don't super glue your hand down uh, but let's let's talk about some like, fi- like, bondage materials, because mm-hmm. you know we covered the different forms of bondage, but now we got like the different things you can use for bondage. A very popular one, and I want to talk about some safety behind this one is of course rope. The various materials
1: the, the, the for bondage and where you can find them, good prices at Lowe's and Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah actually the best rope i've ever found for bondage has been at wally world the walmart really? uh, a store like oh god yeah just cheap nylon rope it's the same if you buy the fancy bondage rope guess what it is it's I'm cheap nylon aware. rope i'm aware
2: i just i guess i guess i'm a rope snob <laughs> well it's not shawari
0: <laughs> rope but that clothesline I, rope has- i i, I, I is is a yeah. good is but a good you, trainer
1: and a good go to. Yeah. Yes, for right. basics, you for basics.
0: You can absolutely get a high quality rope, and it's very soft. It's very pliable. It has some give and stretch to it. And what we used to do is we'd go buy a bundle of it because you can get like four hundred feet for like ten bucks, and cut it in our shibari lengths for our like stage bondage. And you cut it, and we would uh, melt the tip and then wrap it in electrical tape. So you'd always be able to easily find the two tips. And hey there right. you go. You have an entire bondage kit. Because you're always looking for the two tips. For $10. Mm-hmm. The two tips. <laughs> Um, Um, But
2: there are different kinds of rope. There's nylon rope and there's also cotton rope, like, you know, that that soft rope that some people but be careful with that one, because it um, if you use it over and over and it can get dirty with bacteria. So make sure that after you're using the bondage, especially with bodily fluids and you don't skin and depending on what you're doing with it, make sure you wash your rope. That's a, a big thing that a lot of people don't talk about. Wash your rope. Make sure it gets washed. Make sure it gets sanitized because things get dirty and you don't want to use that over and over, especially if you're like doing fancy harnesses or, you know, body suits and it can get gross and you could get an infection.
0: Absolutely. Uh, The next thing we want to talk about is type of rope. Uh, You want to be careful. Don't. Now, I said you can get the cheap nylon rope, but don't get any rope because rope burn is a thing. And I don't know if, if you've never experienced rope burn, I'm gonna tell you right now, it hurts, it's not fun, and it can lead to serious injuries and infection. So definitely stick to cotton, nylon, uh, the softer forms of rope. And you can tell, you know, we've all seen those cheap lassos where you're like, oh, I've got a rope and it's made of twine and it looks really cool, but it is very uncomfortable to hold and would I would not want to be tied up with it. Um, <clears throat> That you know. Next being said, rope is a great form of bondage, but you want to make sure you're not tying it directly to a person. With uh, most forms of rope, you want to tie it to itself. That way, you don't pull it tighter and cut off circulation at certain points, like the wrist. Um, when we do, uh, and we're not going to get into the very details of rope work and Shibari because we want you to go out and research it yourself. But when we used to tie a wrist, we would tie around the wrist, wrap around the wrist, and then tie into the center. So the rope is actually tightened onto itself instead of onto the skin. So that way you don't have pinching and pulled nerves and whatnot. Cause when you tighten a rope, it pulls in and can suck your skin in there. And that really hurts. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. The next most popular form of bondage, tape. Who doesn't love a good kidnapping? Get a good roll of duct tape, take them out there, and just wrap them up with it. Is there go. nothing you can't Don't. do
1: with duct tape?
0: <laughs> there is. Don't tie people up with duct tape. Duct oh. tape on bare skin can lead to serious injury and uncomfortness. There are uh, special tapes. They make bondage tape that sticks to itself, but not to the person.
1: Yeah, or kinesiology tape, I think, is another type that's okay. mm
0: -hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you a secret because those out there who are like, but I want to use duct tape. It seems naughty. And, like, it's very crude and very, like, prime, like, if you're trying, especially if you're doing CNC. You know, the kidnap fantasies and whatnot. Oh, yeah, duct tape is great. The best way to call it, you know, to not have injury to it is a little thing we to call Vaseline. Apply Vaseline to the area before you put the tape down. So, again, it pretty much creates that bondage tape. The tape will not stick to you, but it will stick to itself. And it's a little easier to get out of. Trust me, as somebody who's been waxed more than he would like to admit, brought to you by Manscaped, uh, no longer have to be waxed. Uh, <laughs> that's our sponsor. If you can't tell, thank you, Manscape. We're uh, <laughs> saving. Me. Thank you for Manscape for saving me from the waxing, but <laughs> it's not fun. It's not a. It's not a very fun process of getting out of bondage or being. You're, you're having your hair ripped out, or you know, skin irritation because glue is an irritant. It will irritate your skin. Have you guys ever been uh, duct taped? Nope, Mm -mm. Nope, not even a little bit? (laughs) A little bit of duct tape. I've used duct tape many times in the bondage world. Yeah, A lot of Vaseline. So, uh, the next (laughs) most popular form of bondage is everyday items, i.e. neckties. Panties are very popular uh, for bondage because they're stretched and they give, so do neckties. Neckties don't give as much, but they're silky and soft. They're usually like really fun forms of bondage.
2: Um, uh, I have actually used. Um, I took. I took a uh, first aid uh, medical class, and um, we did a. Uh, <laughs> we did a class on splinting, and we had these long uh, linen Muslim strips for splinting, and I totally you know took some. <laughs>
0: was like there you go you little yeah no I'm I actually as someone with a pantyhose fetish I love using pantyhose as bondage and the reason I do is because it stretches but it doesn't loosen like I the one thing I love about bondage is you know kind of the torture the squirming and the whatnot and that is a great material because the nylon will stretch but when it's curled up it won't break it you can't break through it and you can only stretch enough not to get out of it because it's still tight. Um, another very fun form of bondage is, well, you know, of course, handcuffs, spreader bars, and bondage gear, as it were. Metal bondage, as we found out from our Wikipedia page.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> Have y'all ever been handcuffed before?
2: Mm-hmm. Honestly. I have never been handcuffed with metal cuffs. I've had I've, leather cuffs, different material, but never metal handcuffs.
0: I have, but not for sexual reasons. Um Oopsie. But we're, we're not getting... This is not a criminal pod... <laughs> this is not a true crime podcast, and so we're not going to get into that. Um, there was some
1: true crime going on there. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, let, Let's just say... Well, I wouldn't say crime. I mean, shenanigans, drunken shenanigans publicness. Were you
2: nude?
0: nude? No, I wasn't nude. So I have a fun story about handcuffs. And and the fire department. Do y'all want to hear my fire department handcuff story?
1: I mean, we're here.
0: Okay, let's do this. (laughs) So I had a pair. I used to work in in a type of law enforcement for a long while. And so i had plenty of actual metal handcuffs but they weren't the kind you think about with the chain there were hinge cuffs they're more popular because you can't twist as much and i'm sitting on my front porch and i'm actually reading my mail but i've got i found my cuffs in my car i went out to grab my spare pair to bring in and i'm sitting there tapping them on my like ankle my ankle bones just out of boredom and all of a sudden i hear click and i look down and i have now locked my handcuffs both of them both sets because they were folded in to my ankle with the keyholes facing each other oh no (laughs) oh no no. (laughs) so now i can no longer open them with my key that i have i have i have plenty of handcuff keys in fact i still carry a handcuff key to me with me to this day um And I had to go to the fire department because I had nothing to cut it with. Because these were high-grade metal handcuffs. They were not meant to be broken. They were the real Mm -hmm. deal. So luckily, the fire department was right down the street from my house. And I knew them. And I walked in and said, hey, boys, you want a little entertainment today? And I popped up my leg and my flip-flop, my cherry, very girly cherry flip-flops. And I said, (laughs) I can't get these off. And they had to get the jaws alive and cut them off of me. So, they
2: popped your cherry?
0: <laughs> they popped my cherry. So I've I not only have I had can't handcuffs on me, but I've also had to use the jaws of life to get out of a bonded situation. Beat that, internet.
2: <clears throat> oh, so, now they're going to now they're going to now we're gonna get floods we
0: i know here on the here we do not condone doing anything stupid but if you've already done said stupid thing reach out to us on things with Kids. i know
2: i sort of want to know what it
0: shows yeah, on ridiculousness we don't recommend it <laughs> i i don't want you to do something to top me but if you've already done said stupid thing please 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 reach out to us with your very embarrassing bondage stories i want to know them unless he's uh, i want to know i'm not alone
1: modes then you might want to be mm-hmm. topped
0: but the safety you know thing with any type of metal contraption cuffs or anything like that is one don't handcuff yourself somewhere that you can't get yourself out of i.e if you're solo bondaging don't use handcuffs because that's the moment you went, oh, I left the key on the bedstand. There has been many um, stories of people handcuffing themselves to their beds for self-bondage pleasures, which is a very popular thing, and then realizing, oh, I have no way of getting the key.
1: Yes, do the safety pre-check all times.
0: <laughs> so, and I mean, those, those are like the top... I would say the top four, five. How many do we name? Do you remember? I think we said four. We, we, top. yeah. How many? How many materials? But like the top four. I I forgot how to math. I was thinking about just handcuff you know, my time. I handcuff my foot. He, he was he was uh, off in
1: his happy place.
0: <laughs> was off in my happy place. Um types of popular bondage material and like i said we can encourage people to do bondage bondage is fun it's cathartic it's relaxing it's great to do it's something you can do by yourself and with a partner and with multiple partners um, this is definitely one of those
1: where it's safety first
0: safety first because like of any good kink there is danger and there is things to worry about that being said episode number one episode one hundred and. Six, I guess we're on five hundred six hundred five <laughs> somewhere around math. There. I still love bondage, it's still probably one of my favorite kinks to talk about to play with. What about y'all? What's your final thoughts on bondage?
2: I love bondage, I I, I love bondage, I love all, I, I love most forms of bondage, um, in one way, shape, or form, and uh, I love watching it, I love tying somebody up I love you know binding someone and I also love being bound so uh it's 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 one of those this is one of the few kinks that I like doing both like equally Um whereas and I'm not just getting tied up but I actually enjoy being you know tying somebody up or being you know putting somebody in cuffs I think that that's this is one of those ones where I can go both ways I can switch
0: <laughs> what about you Shep? have done, we'll do again
1: with happy face. Yes, yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: I got to say, I'm a big fan. I'm going to keep doing this. That said, uh, if you're into bondage, please tell us what we missed on this episode. Reach out again. I'm going to keep telling people to reach out to us because I have enjoyed every conversation I've had. I've had at least 400 conversations about the smoking fetish. It has been great. And I have yet to turn somebody down and be like, tell me about it because it's been different every time. So, if you're into bondage and you want to talk more about it, please reach out to us on social media. We do respond to every message we get, if as long as it's polite and respectful. <clears throat> or dick pics. We'll, we'll respond to those. Uh, you might not we like how we respond, but we'll respond.
1: And especially if you want to hear the fabulous stories of our manscape adventures. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
0: that said, let's go ahead and spin the wheel to see what we're talking about next week. Around and it easy? goes Where could it land? No one knows
1: I mean someone knows
0: <laughs> Well, I don't want to dominate this conversation oh, But I don't want to be very quiet about it either So I'm kind of in the middle about it Talking about this subject It's something very true to me Something I do every day But it's neither here nor there Sometimes it's a little bit of both Sometimes it's one or the other <sighs> Switching we're going to talk about switching and switches. <laughs> finally, we've talked. No, Tom, look at
2: that. That was a segue. We, I was like talking about switching and I was like, oh, look, I didn't even know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like you thought it up.
2: <laughs> it is. I mean, you were giving I,
0: away spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> I didn't even know did.
2: it. I know. I didn't even know.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm actually really excited to talk about this because I'm a switch. We've talked subs and we've talked doms, but we've never really talked about like switches and being a switch and what all that entails. Because a lot of people are like, no, you're just not into it. I'm like, oh, yes, I am. We just don't know which way yet. So I'm excited. I'm so excited. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight. Mm-hmm. I am. Well, look how happy I am. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in tonight. Uh, we are, in fact, Danger Kinks. Uh, rate us on that social media. I mean, rate us on your podcast app. Give us like you know the five stars. Tell your friends. Help us spread. We don't have a Patreon. The only way we can grow is if you guys like share us. That's that's how we get out there. You got to tell your friends. Be like, listen to these idiots talk about sexy stuff in a kind of sexy but also very unsexy way. <laughs> mm, rate right it five. Rate right it five stars on that you know Apple Podcast. You know. You know how we do. I'm your host, John Ondero, and with me, as always, the very beautiful, the very illustrious Mr. Shep.
1: Oopsie, I had the pose ready and everything. (laughs) Till next time.
0: And a a woman uh, who is continuously tied up in my mind, Miss Rebecca. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: Good night, everyone. (laughs) Good night.